Welcome to the Next Chapter Podcast. I'm your host, award-winning, best-selling author, Gloria Coppola, story development editing coach, award-winning international educator, and publisher for independent authors. The next chapter will bring you tips, inspiration, and motivation to complete your next chapter. Thanks for tuning in today. Welcome back to how to plan your book and give you a basic outline. Today, we're going to continue, but let's start with a little affirmation. I believe in myself and take the necessary steps every day to fulfill my dreams. Well, I'm your host, Gloria Coppola, a best-selling author, a coach, a visionary, and an idea maker. (laughs) I love to write and have been writing since I'm 10 years old, and professionally writing for over three decades. You know, I started more in the journalistic aspect of writing, mainly because that was easier to get into. And I was writing articles monthly as a featured writer uh, in holistic magazines in like several states, including New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, and even Hawaii (laughs) when I lived there. So it was fun to be able to interview people and research what it was they were talking about. Perhaps it was a healing modality and I wasn't familiar with it, so I had to do some research. Well, that's today's topic, the research section in your notebook now. So yesterday we did uh, the characters and we outlined a few of the different pages. Today we're going to make a tab for research. Why is the research so important, whether it's a fiction or non-fictional book? Because let me tell you something, people will check you out. (laughs) And if they have been, let's say, to a region that you're talking about, even in a fantasy book, they might say, well, that's not true because I've been there. So you want to make sure that your research tab and those pages get filled. So if you're writing about a location, and maybe you're even including some information about famous people, be sure that what you're including is accurate. So keep a running list of all the different ideas that you have about places and people and events that happened in these places so that it is thoroughly accurate. When I was writing my my manual and guide for my coaching program, It's called uh, You Were Born to Love, Living a Life with Purpose. You know, I wish sometimes that I had uh, taken a lot more classes than I I did, although now I've taken many. And I suggest that you do so as well, because you always learn something. And when I created this manual, um, I wanted to help people. How many of you out there want to help people? And if you have questions, you know, you could always drop them down below and I'll come back and check and answer them for you. So I'm thinking, how can I best serve and help people? So I began to research. I researched my own journey. (laughs) That's right. I researched um, different methods over years. And you may say years. Well, they were already researched in a sense because I had utilized different techniques and programs and things that helped me evolve in my own transformational journey. So if you're writing something like that, where you have a guide for people, you want to make sure that you also include 
these different things that have helped you and maybe even provide a resource as to where people can study them or can they come to you for these different uh, techniques per se. And the other thing I did to make it even more interesting was I began several of these chapters with you know, my own life experience, which is also research, isn't it? So there's all types of research. And I want you to make a list of that in your notebook, personal research, historic research, the written words, science, travel, all of this. And then as you separate that section out, you will be able to organize your thoughts easier. You will have the information needed when you go to that particular space and chapter in your book. And it will just, you know, save time for you in the long run. So think about it right now. What parts do you need to research or what part in your life has been the research already? So we have several different tabs now. And then we have a second book I mentioned, didn't I? Well, what's the second Spiral Bound Notebook for? This is the one where you're going to start outlining your first few chapters, Okay. And I do something else. I don't know if you do, but I do. I like to write what I think might be my last chapter so that I have a vision to work towards. So that everything I'm putting together, all my character development, my plots and scenes and research lead up to this point. Now, you don't have to do this, but I find that it's a good practice. And when I'm coaching my clients, it gives them something to work towards as well. So give it a shot. So open your second notebook and put your tabs in there and put last chapter. We don't know how many chapters you're going to have yet, and that's not a problem. So put last chapter and think about what you want to say. So perhaps now you have spent a little time developing your characters and their personalities and their adventures, and you think you know how you want the outcome. So go write about it. Maybe write about twelve to 1,500 words, sort of like a synopsis of the ending. And then as you continue to develop your stories, okay, you might have that in mind, but then you realize, wait a minute, things are changing. And that's okay. You are going to find that everything changes, especially when you allow your character to speak. What does that mean? Well, a lot of times when we're writing, we get very factual about what we know and what we think, and we write from that space. We often get stuck from there too, because some of those facts, (laughs) they come to an end, don't they? Well, if you can get into the essence of the character, and maybe do a short meditation prior, then you allow yourself to write from that place of creativity and the character unfolds all different sorts of things through your story. And you may say, but I'm writing nonfiction. That's okay. When I was writing my nonfiction books, and I have a couple of them, Um, and that most of them in the beginning were for learning purposes because I am an educator and, and used to teach in the healing arts. And now obviously I work with authors. You are a character. That's right. And when you are really embodying who you are, it's going to be interesting, amazing, and magical what actually unfolds. And when you feel resistance come up, hmm, ask yourself, 
How can I move through this? Because often the resistance that your character, you know, the essence of who you are deep down in your soul is trying to come through. And maybe you have some fears around that. Maybe you don't want to reveal something and maybe it's really uncomfortable being vulnerable. Well, guess what? Just write it anyway. It doesn't mean necessarily that you're going to put it in your book when you publish it, but all types of writing are very healing. And I would suggest that you get authentic and real and vulnerable when creating your characters. So have fun doing this. Don't overthink it. Just relax into the process. And we'll have more tips coming up soon. Thank you for joining us today, and I hope that you're enjoying these tidbits. If you'd like more, remember to subscribe on my website, ppp-publishing.com. That's Powerful Potential and Purpose Publishing, and we would love to hear from you. If you have a comment, make it down below. And remember, your next chapter could be the best chapter of your life.